You're listening to the Rod Langway Fan Club. Welcome, everybody, to the Rod Langway Fan Club podcast. This is a special edition. I've got my co-host here, Mark Checknead, and he's about to go live on the P.K. Subban Hattrick Trivia Challenge. Yeah, it feels like Christmas Eve. I mean, we've been preparing for this. I'm Oh, I'm so nervous. I didn't even eat breakfast. I've got butterflies in my stomach, but... I think- uh, yeah, are you okay? Well, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna be okay once once it starts going. I think it'll click in. I'll be ready to go. Where is John? He should be here right now. Yeah, we told him to be here. We told him what time it started at, and actually, we're already running a little bit late here. So, I don't know if he's gonna make it in time. Oh, I, I think we're about to begin here, man. Oh man, okay, yeah, I think he's gonna. Where go should, I, should I stand over here? No, no, no. You gotta move back. Get off screen. You can't see. Okay, you got the earpiece in. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's well hidden. It's fine. Their favorite. NHL teams and players. Oh, there man. may even be a I'm, surprise I'm so nervous. Or two. I can't believe this Here's is how happening. Works. Each of our contestants will be asked okay, guys. three questions. Is this, is this happening? First, Get in here. Hurry up. The show's about to begin, John. Jeez. Okay, okay. Did, did you give them the shake? Shake? What shake? The spirulina shake. You need it for the muscle memory stuff. I don't need a protein You need the shake. I'm prepared. No, I'll, I'll go make the shake. No, make it's the not. Shake. You need, the, you need, I need the you here. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And they skate off with nothing. I'm your host, PK Subban, and this is Okay, the here we go, Mark. Good luck, man. Oh, thanks, buddy. Boom! Let the games begin. Our first contestant this week on NHL Hattrick Trivia is Mark. Hey PK, thanks for having me. You doing well? Yeah, all things considered. I'm really, really nervous, but I'm gonna be good. Mark, I'm looking at your bio, man, your occupation, what you do for a living. Pretty interesting. Can you tell me about that? Well, funny you should ask that, PK. Actually, I'm one-third of the Rod Langway Fan Club podcast. We're a hockey podcast in Taipei, Taiwan. Uh, I've got two co-hosts, Jeff Rollman from uh, Ontario and another guy from the Maritimes named John Snowden. You know, we've been working on this show now. This is our fifth season. And, you know, it's a lot of work, but it's been really, really rewarding. And I really think we're starting to turn a corner here. And uh, Awesome. Well, listen, Mark, I have, I have an appreciation for fans who have a passion for the game of hockey. Can you tell me about your passion for the game? Well, you know, for as long as I can remember, I've been a huge fan of the game, massive Montreal Canadiens fan, and you are one of my all-time favorites. So I'm just really raring to go. Let's get this rolling. All right, let's do this. Question number one. Before the Wild, what was the name of the NHL team which competed in Minnesota from 1967 to 1993? Yeah, PK. Actually, I remember Dino Cicerelli was a big player for them. Uh, The Minnesota North Stars. And that would be correct. Good job, buddy. You got this. Question number two. Name the Ducks defenseman who wears number four in tribute to his father's favorite player, Bobby Orr. Okay, I'm back. I can move. I got to give him the shake. No, you can't give it to him. Mark, who are you there with? Oh, no, no, nobody, nobody. I got the TV on in the other room, PK. So number four, you say, hmm, oh man, I wish my buddy Garrett was here. He's a huge Ducks fan. Uh, I guess, you know what? Oh, you know what? I think maybe it might be Cam Fowler. Correct. Okay, so you got the hat, you got the jersey. Are we going for two tickets to any NHL regular season game next season? Or are we not? Because if you get this wrong, you lose everything. Yeah, I haven't come this far to turn around now, PK. Let's go for it. All right, let's go for the tickets. Question number three. Which player did the Golden Knights select from the Wild in the 2017 expansion draft? He needs the shake. He's been saying he wanted the shake. 
What's going on, man? Oh, sorry, it's the TV again. Sorry about that. Oh, man. Oh, I could really use some help on this one. Oh, this is a tough one. We're gonna need an answer, Mark. What are you doing? Jonathan Druin? Oh, too bad. It's, uh, correct answer is Eric Howla. Oh, man, I can't believe I missed that one. Hey, you know what, Mark? It's okay. No. No, it's not okay. Thanks for playing. Thanks for coming on. Bye, buddy. Bye, PK. What the hell were you guys doing out there? You let me down in the crunch. It was John. Hey, do you want the shake? Get the shake out of my face. And we're back. That was Beck with Loser. Very nice song choice there, John. Well, you should have had the shake, man. Enough with the shake, John. Let's just do the preview of the playoffs, okay? Yeah, let's keep her going here, guys. Yeah. Let's start off with the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the New York Islanders. Yeah, I know that the Islanders took them out two years ago, and they're built for playoff hockey, but you know what? This is... Maybe the last really good run the Penguins are going to have, and I think Sid and the boys are going to be hungry. And they played great uh, in the second half, so I think this is going to be an easy one for the Penguins. Well, you know, I do think the Islanders, they're a team to be reckoned with in the playoffs. They seem to get uh, everybody going. It's a team effort, tough to play against defensively. I don't know. I mean, they had the upset two years ago. I could see it happening again. I'm really watching the goaltending battle. The Islanders have uh, Varlamov and a Sorokin in net. I'm really curious to see if um, the Penguins goaltending can hold up. Yeah, Tristan Jari was pretty strong in the second half. Um, Casey DeSmith. Yeah, he played pretty uh, well. Serviceable backup. But you do give the uh, Islanders the edge in the crease. But I think everywhere else, it's the Penguins, and especially up front. Nobody on the Islanders can answer Sid and Gino. Yeah, it sounds like Malkin's healthy, yeah? Yes, yes, he will be ready to go. I can't wait to see what uh, Rusty and Getzer will do, too. Sure. So, picks? Uh, I'm going to go with the Penguins in six. Yeah, Penguins in five. I'm going to say Islanders in seven. And our next series, we have the Boston Bruins versus the Washington Capitals. Yeah, I think this is going to be a barn burner. Both teams with a lot of playoff experience, lots of firepower. Um, you know, I love the moves that Boston made in acquiring Taylor Hall and Mike Riley for this playoff run. I think that's really going to help them out here. I think it might put them over the top. Yeah, I think there are a lot of question marks for the Washington Capitals, and it starts in the crease with uh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Samsonov? Is it going to be Vanacek? They've both been up and down. I know that Samsonov wasn't healthy, dealt with some COVID issues. Um, Ovechkin also missed some time down the stretch. So I think these, these are big questions for Washington as they face a pretty hot Boston Bruins squad. That's right. I'm really looking forward to the matchup of Tom Wilson and versus Brad Marchant. Uh, there could be a lot of fireworks there. Yeah, good news. One of them will lose and exit early. Uh, too bad they can't both lose. Yeah, and another storyline is uh, Zidino Chiara playing against his old team. That should be fun to watch. So predictions, guys? I just don't trust the Capitals goaltending. I'm going with the Bruins in six. I agree. I'm going to say mm, Boston five. Yeah, I'm going to go with you, Mark. Bruins in six. Let's move along to the Central Division. The number one seed is held by the Carolina Hurricanes, and they'll be squaring off against the Nashville Predators. 
Yeah, I we did this in our last little rundown from the mustaches. Uh, the Predators are playing great hockey. It's amazing they made the playoffs. But I think that Carolina just has another gear that they have yet to have to pull out. But um, too much talent up front and on the back end for the Hurricanes. Yeah, I mean, I love this Carolina team, and I love their coach. We mentioned him in our mustaches, uh, Rod the Bod, Brindamore. I think, like I said, he gets the most out of this group, and I think that's going to show in this series. Yeah, Carolina's forward depth is ridiculous. I mean, they've always had Aho and Tarovina, but they've just added guys. Yeah, sure. Sveshnikov is one day going to be a 40-goal man. Uh, great year from Marty Neches as well. And the reemergence of Vincent Trocek has been a real boon to them as well. What do you think of the forwards in Nashville, John? Don't love the forwards in Nashville. Love the D, the forwards, you know, I don't think it's their strong suit. They're going to need a lot from Philip Forsberg. And uh, I do really like the rookie, uh, Eli Tolvanen. He showed some flashes down the stretch before going down with an injury, but he's back healthy and ready to roll. Yeah, he had a strong season. And how about UC Soros and Nett? He was on fire down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, if the Vezina Trophy was decided just on second half performances alone, he'd be a shoo-in. Uh, but let's not forget about Alex Nedeljkovic. He was also a really hot goalie for Carolina. So I think the goaltending might be actually a bit of a wash. Yeah, I would give Nashville a slight edge, but not that much of an edge. So predictions? Too much firepower for Carolina. Uh, I think they take it down in five games. Uh, yeah, I agree, actually. The, I'm going to say Hurricanes in five. You know, I, I'm going to go for a sweep in this one. I'm going to say Carolina in four. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Predators fans. And next up in that division, the 2-3, is the Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. It's the Battle of the Sunshine State. Yeah, Battle of the Bayou. I love it. Um, this is going to be a great one. I mean, Florida surprised so many people. Tampa Bay defending Stanley Cup champions. Um, I'm going to give the edge to uh, T-Bay. You know, they're going to have Kucherov back. They're going to have Stamkos back. I think they're well-rested and ready to go. Yeah, that's the big question is how well will those guys play after being you know, such a long layoff, especially Kucherov? Yeah, they're going to be walking into a heavyweight battle here, and I'm not sure if they're going to be ready yet. Uh, if they get punched early, they might not be able to get back up. And I'm really concerned about the health of Victor Hedman. Uh, it's already been confirmed that he will be having off-season surgery, so whatever ails him could be, uh, you know, this could be a turning point in the series. How about the goaltending matchup? Um, who do you think Florida starts? Bobrovsky, yeah? Probably on a short You've leash. You've got to figure they go Bobrovsky first. He's got the big contract. He's got the pedigree. But they also have rookie upstart Spencer Knight, who got some games in and looked really, really good down the stretch as well. Yeah, and Chris Drieger, though, too. Yeah, the three-headed goaltending monster. But none of those three heads can compete with Mr. Vasilevsky. Can yeah, I, I mean, I think that that is where T-Bay has a real advantage is with Vasilevsky. He's arguably, arguably the best goaltender in the game. I don't know if there's even much of an argument at this point yeah. with how good he's been over the last couple of calendar years. Yeah, I think this is going to be a cracker of a series, but I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning in six. It's hard to argue against the Lightning when you look at that team on paper, but a couple things, like I said, Hedman's injury, and will Stamkos and Kucherov be ready to hit the ground running? I think Florida sneaks up on them, gets a couple early and hang on, and they win a seven-game series. It'll be a good one. I agree it will be a good one. I picked T-Bay to win the cup at the start of the season, so I'm sticking with my boys, T-Bay in six. And let's continue on with the West Division. The President's Trophy winners, Colorado Avalanche, take on the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, I mean, the Blues not that far removed from a Stanley Cup. 
but I just don't see an advantage for them. I think Colorado's better in net, better on the back end, and they're better up front. Yes, I agree. That firepower that this Avs team possesses is something scary. I can't see this being all that competitive a series. Yeah, McKinnon and Ranton, I'm sure they'll be fired up. And that blue line is impressive as well. So many young puck movers. Obviously, you've got Kale McCarr, who was a point-per-game defenseman, the only one who did that. But let's not forget about some other guys. Uh, you've got Devin Taze, who's an excellent two-way defenseman. Samuel Girard's back healthy, and he's also a real force from the back end. And you've got former fourth overall pick Bowen Byram, who's got a taste of action, and he looks like he's ready to roll as well. What do you think of the uh, Blues forwards? I think they've got some nice forwards. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly has come out and said that he's guaranteeing a win, and I think he's you know one of their best forwards, if not the best forward, and they're going to need him to be playing up to the level he can. Absolutely. You know, David Perron had himself a career year. Sure did. Uh, I wonder if Tarasenko will make a difference. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't really shown much. Um, I just think that Colorado is finally healthy. The Death Star is fully operational. And watch out, NHL. I think this is our Stanley Cup champion for the season. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Avalanche in five. Yeah, I think the Blues do get one. They are former Cup champions. I think Bennington plays out of his mind one game and steals one. But yeah, Avs in five. I'm going to be a little more generous than uh, I feel like I should towards the Blues. I'm going to say Avs in six. And in the 2-3 matchup, we've got the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Minnesota Wild. I think this could be the best series of the first round, actually. Uh, I know everyone's picking Vegas, but I just have a funny feeling about this Wild team. Uh, you look at some of the forwards they have. Guys like Marcus Foligno, Joel Eriksson-Eck. These are big bodies. I think they're going to really perform in the playoffs. Very surprising team this season, no doubt. I just don't know if they have enough against this Vegas team, though. I mean, they're deep everywhere, right? They have goaltending depth, they have defensive depth, they have forward depth, uh, and they've been good for so many seasons, it's going to be tough to beat them. But John, do they have center depth? That's a question mark. Chandler Stevenson is their number one centerman, Mm -hmm. and Max Pacioretty did not play down the stretch. There are questions surrounding his health, and he's a big player for them. Yeah, Cody Glass hasn't quite emerged as the centerman they need him to be. No, he barely played this season. He's not ready yet. Yeah. And Minnie's got uh, Calder Trophy favorite. Kirill Kaprizov, um, he's been an absolute dynamo the front end for uh, Minnesota, so watch out for him. Yeah, no questions about his readiness. All right, so predictions, guys? You know what, guys? I think that I have to go with the upset. I like to pick one big upset every uh, first round. I'm going with the Wild in seven. Ooh. I like it, I like it. I can't go against Vegas, though. They've surprised me too many times. Uh, Vegas in six. Yeah, I just think that Vegas is so strong. I'm going to say Golden Knights in six. And lastly, we've got the North Division. I know I'm very excited about this matchup, and I know you are too, Mark, as um, my Montreal, your Montreal Canadiens take mm-hmm. on my Toronto Maple Leafs. I think every hockey fan has got to be excited about this matchup. It's classic. It's a classic one. First uh, meeting since 1979. Yeah, isn't that unbelievable? This is going to be a fun one. Um, you know, on paper, though, I don't think there's any question about which team looks better. The Toronto Maple Leafs look stacked and ready to perform. Yeah, you know, you look at that team, and with Austin Matthews, he's still got over 40 goals this year. Um, Mitch Marner's just been incredible, and Neil Hendren, Tavares, the list just goes on and on. And actually, you know what? Their defense was a lot better Agreed. this year than last, and the emergence of um, Jack Campbell. So we'll see how Montreal does. Yeah, funny you mentioned Campbell. I think that is the only chance Montreal has is that Campbell does not perform in the playoffs. If they can get a couple 
greasy goals early, rattle his confidence, maybe they can make a series of it and plant that seed of doubt. I know Toronto hasn't won a first round series in quite some time, Jeff. Mm -hmm. But I just think there are too many problems on the back end for Montreal, and I'm not really sure if they're going to get consistent scoring either. So I think this is an easy one for the Leafs, unfortunately. Yes, I would I would agree with that. I mean, the only thing that I can really foresee jinxing the Toronto Maple Leafs is just the curse. The playoff curse that they have, it's black magic or nothing. All right. Well, personally, I am going to go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Surprise, surprise. And I'm going to say Leafs in six. Part of me would love to say that Carey Price comes in healthy, steals a bunch of games, and Montreal wins in seven. But that's a fantasy world that I cannot live in anymore. Leafs in five. Leafs in five. And for our final matchup, we have the Edmonton Oilers taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, also a classic matchup. Uh, this yeah. reminds me of the 80s. That's right, John. Kid. You yeah. saw the uh, your Jets team lose to the Oilers quite a bit back in yeah. the 80s, didn't you? Yes, we never performed very well against the Edmonton Oilers. I, I hope this time is a little different, but I got to say I'm not all that confident in the Jets. Um, I think Edmonton is just, they got so much firepower. Connor McDavid has entered the stratosphere. So he's going to be very hard to stop. Yeah, the Jets had to do an emergency landing in the ocean to get towed back to land. Uh, they did make the playoffs, but I'm not sure how much longer they're going to be able to stick around. I think McDavid finally proves he can do it in the playoffs. I know he's only had the one chance at it, but uh, I think he's hungry to show he is the best player in the world and the Jets are going to pay the price. I always like the goaltending battles, but what do you think of the Mike Smith versus Connor Hellebuck battle, John? Well, I don't think there's any question that's where Winnipeg has the advantage. And if we can get to Mike Smith early and often and really rattle his cage and Hellebuck can lock down the fort, I think that's maybe how we'd have a chance. That is the only way in. Uh, if Mike Smith's body holds up, he's played a lot of games this year, especially down the stretch. I don't see the others losing. Yeah, I think this is going to be a super fun series, but I'm going to say Edmonton in five. I think the Jets steal a couple, uh, but the Oilers in six. Pains me to say I agree. I think that the Jets just don't have enough fuel. I'm going to say Oilers in six as well. Oh, I cannot wait for these playoffs. You know, it's so interesting, too, because the teams know each other so well. They've played each other so many times throughout the season. Uh, it's going to be weird not having fans, though. Oh, it's going to be a bummer, especially for these two, like, these last two series we talked about. You know, yeah. well, we will see fans in the American right. divisions, though, so that'll be kind of cool. Who cares about them? Yeah, you're right. It's all about the Canadian division. <laughs> oh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, so what do we have next? What are we doing? Uh, we're, well, we'll take a little break, and then uh, we'll come back with the mailbag. Okay. It's finally here. Crossed over real side. You've seen it in games, movies, and casinos. Blowing up social media. Your Sims use it. Stein's Ketchup. The first official real side product from the virtual world. Stein. You got Steins on there? And thanks to our sponsor, Steins Ketchup. John, you look like you got some Steins Ketchup on your shirt there. Just a bit. Yummy stuff, though. So, what do we have next? Well, there's only one thing left to do. How do we end every show, guys? Sorry, sorry. What was the question? I would totally veto that. What kind of league are we running here, anyways? I'll have to consult the rule book on that one. Remember the trade guidelines. Can we get some friendly questions here? You guys have got to dress your players. Got to dress your players. Dress your players. All right, everybody. This is your favorite segment. This is Ask the Commish. Uh, remember, you can still get your questions in last minute. Send us an email at rodlangwayfanclub at gmail.com. 
tweet us at Rod Langway Fan Club. Uh, you can just shout from wherever you are. Maybe we'll hear you too. Let's get things rolling here. We've got a tweet from Fists of Fury. He asks, what do you guys make of the whole Tom Wilson saga? Yeah, uh, thank you, Mr. Fist. You know, Tom Wilson, he's such a unique player. I do kind of think he's a bit of a marked man. I'm not sure if he deserved to be suspended necessarily, but it seemed to me like the NHL was really reluctant to spend, uh, suspend him because if they would have, it would have been, what, 20 games? I mean, what do you give this guy? He's had so many suspensions yeah, before. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of all or nothing, unfortunately. But, I mean, you know, this kind of behavior is unacceptable, and this is the kind of stuff that they definitely want to get out of the game. The NHL has been trying to walk a fine line and, you know, have this gray area where, you know, we want it to be a physical game, but fighting and stuff like that is frowned upon. And Tom Wilson seems to highlight this gray area pretty well and put the NHL in a difficult spot again and again. Well, they put themselves in a difficult spot, I think, by not dealing with these situations more harshly. He was ragdolling the guy half his size, taking needless cheap shots. And this is a repeat offender. There's no place for this in hockey. I love good, tough hockey. Open ice hits, no problem. But that was, you know, beyond the pale for me. And they should have made an example of this guy. And another failure to address this just means we're going to see more of this ugliness in the future. Yeah, it's a good thing that uh, Artemi Panarin wasn't hurt on that play. Seriously, I know he's been, you know, he wasn't able to return uh, this season, which is unfortunate. But wow, it really set off a chain reaction uh, for the Rangers too, didn't it? An odd statement they released. Well, the statement was was pretty unprecedented, I thought. I mean, basically calling for uh, George Peros's head. But uh, in the end, it wasn't uh, George Peros who was let go. Yeah, well, they fired the front office of the New York Rangers. And I, I really hate it because I thought it was a brave thing to say. I think a lot of people think it. Um, but, you know, the old boys still rule the roost and they didn't like it. And, uh, well... A few phone calls were made, and those guys are out of a job now. And I think, you know, I think Jeff Gordon's going to land on his feet. He's done a nice job re rebuilding the Rangers. John Davidson, also a nice guy with a great pedigree as well. I think these guys will find other jobs, but I just hate the message that it sends. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers were a team that was really on the right trajectory, I thought. They were doing really, really well, and I wonder if this isn't maybe a sign of James Dolan, the owner, uh, getting a little, a little too involved in the team affairs. Yeah, I'm sure New York Nick fans would look look on and say, oh, this, this is exactly what he does. Yeah, this is not a beloved owner by any means. And, you know, this is a franchise that's really trending up. So hopefully it doesn't meddle anymore because uh, I think they have Stanley Cup aspirations in a few seasons from now. All right. And what's next? Well, we have a tweet from Timothy Treadwell, and he just writes, what is your take on double dipping? <laughs> <laughs> double dipping. Okay. That uh, could mean a lot of things. That's yes. a Good question. Uh, I'm against it, I guess I would say. Unless you're by yourself, you should not be double dipping at a party. Wow. I feel like that's the popular answer. I feel like that was established by that Seinfeld episode long, long ago. But I'm going to make a case for double dipping if the conditions are right. If you are right with the right people, there's a level of trust and a respect that has been established. And everyone's okay with double dipping. Then I don't think it's the end of the world. Because sometimes one dip is not enough. And I love you enough to let you have that second dip so that you can enjoy that snack that you have in your hand. Yeah, I mean, I think both of you guys are a bit prudish, especially you, Jeff. Um, I got no problem with double dip. Uh, one caveat, though. One caveat. If you're eating, say, a, a tortilla chip, mm -hmm. you dip, you bite. When you go back for the double dip, you have to reverse the chip. So you're, you're going in, yeah, going in with the non-bitten side of the chip for the double dip. 
Okay, yeah. so it's been on your fingers, but not in your mouth. Well, it's always been on your fingers. Anytime you go single dip, it's fingers. Well, no. Yeah. If you hold it by one side, the other side hasn't been touched by anything. Yeah, I got no problem with your hands. So fingers, okay. Lips and tongue, not so much. That's right. Well, that sounds a little prudish to me. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was a great question. And we have time for one last one. And actually, we had a few like this. We had three or four questions. They were all asking for the same thing. They want to know who will be the champion. Did somebody say champion? A champion. 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 All right. Well, at the very beginning of this season, I chose the Carolina Hurricanes. I said they were probably going to go out and get a different goaltender. Little did I know that they had a young rookie waiting in the wings. And I think the Carolina Hurricanes are going to win the Stanley Cup. I like that pick, Jeff. But I do believe I also had a pick at the start of the season. I will also stick with my pick from the beginning of the year. And that is the Colorado Avalanche. So much talent. Top to bottom. And Philip Grubauer has been playing quite well as well. I think that there is no stopping this team this season. Watch out for the Colorado Avalanche. Okay, well, you guys both went with your early season picks. Um, you know, I went with T-Bay, and I do love T-Bay, and I do like their chances. I'm going to go off board a little bit here. I think I might surprise you. I might mm -hmm. surprise you with this. I'm going to pick the Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley Cup. Are you now? I am. Really? Yep. Really? Yep. Connor McDavid's going to do it. You Does just... he play goal and defense? He's not going to need and... to. I know he can play 70 minutes a game, but... He's uh... not going to need to. It's going to be quite... the Quite the feat. I mean, when Sid made it to the finals that first year against Detroit, I don't think anybody thought Pittsburgh had it in them. They were young, they were green, and they showed that, uh, you know, that was their year. But they lost the first time. They, they did, made. and then they went right back and won. So I think we're going to be very surprised by Edmonton this year. They're going to the Stanley Cup finals, and they're going to bring it home. I like it. That's a brave pick, John. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for the NHL playoffs, guys. I'm so excited. Uh, we made it through this season, you know, with all the things with COVID. It's been a really, really tough year out there. And, you know, here we are in Taiwan. We've just got some bad news this weekend. Uh, things are getting worse here. So before we say goodbye, I want to thank everybody. Thank our listeners. And I hope everybody stays safe out there. And don't worry, you'll be hearing from us soon enough. Lots of things to talk about as there's going to be a busy off-season ahead of us. Yep. Be well, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy the playoffs. Thanks again. I hope you had yourselves a time. Well, I, I, I hope you had yourselves a time. Hope you had yourselves a time. Hope, hope you had time, 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 time. Hope you had, hope, hope you had yourselves a time.